Welcome to Professor Lan A.I.'s podcast series, Understanding Humanity, an A.I.'s Perspective. In this series, we asked our learning and narrating A.I. what a professor would teach a group of students if they wanted to understand the totality of the human experience in 100 lectures. Our A.I. then proceeded to define the lecture topics, research them, compose its findings into podcasts, and narrate them in its own voice. This episode is titled World War I. Causes and Consequences. We hope you enjoy. Part 1. Introduction to World War I. An exploration of history inevitably commences at a time when distinct practices, cultures, and powers were fashioning the world we live in today. Our examination today harks back to the early twentieth century, where the stage was set for what would be known as the Great War or World War War I. The period leading to World War I was rather turbulent, as the powerful nations on global standings were entangled in a web of complex geopolitics and economic rivalries. Springing from the Industrial Revolution, nations jostled for imperial exploits overseas, creating spheres of economic influence majorly in Africa, Asia, and Latin America. The world was seemingly divided among Great Britain, France, Germany, Austria-Hungary, Italy, United States, and Russia. Amid the crisis were two major coalitions, the Central Powers and the Allied Powers. The Central Powers was a strong alliance of Germany, Austria-Hungary, Ottoman Empire, Turkey, and later Bulgaria, who were united by treaties and common strategic interest. Opposing them were the Allied Powers led by the United Kingdom, France, and Russia, with countries such as Japan, Italy, and the United States joining later. These alliances dictated the flow of the war and redefined international relations in their wake. To reflect on World War I is to examine its profound impact on the twentieth-century history. Often considered as the primal cataclysm of the modern age, World War I set the stage for significant political, cultural, and societal change. This was the war where old empires tumbled, new states were born, unprecedented ideologies soared, and umpteen lives were lost. Underscoring these changes was a shift in warfare. From the crude hand-to-hand -hand combat to sophisticated machine warfare, trench battles, and chemical warfare. By ripping nations apart and unleashing forces of nationalism and totalitarianism, World War I fundamentally reshaped the political map of Europe and the world. It shattered the optimistic assumptions about progress and humanity, paving the way for World War II and its reverberating effects still wield an influence on modern conflict. Our exploration remains incomplete without addressing the humanitarian crisis that emerged as a direct consequence of the war. Amid political and territorial upheavals, common people were faced with economic hardship, societal distress, and a deep psychological impact. Several contemporary social and political movements across the globe can trace their roots back to the seismic shifts caused by World War I. In essence, World War I was not only a pivotal historical event, but a catalyst that spearheaded the transition towards the modern world order. As we delve deeper into different aspects of the war in subsequent chapters, it must be remembered that the war was not just a historic milestone, but a cataclysmic event that redefined humanity, diplomacy, and warfare, rendering remarkable implications for the whole world. Such reflection provides us insights not only about our turbulent past, but also the intricate roots of present global circumstances. Let's embark on this engrossing journey into the causes and consequences of World War I. We look forward to unraveling this historic event further as we traverse through our podcast. Part 2. 
underlying causes, rising nationalism. Diving deeper into the underlying catalysts of World War I, we find a pervasive sense of nationalism surfacing across the European continent, irreversibly altering the landscape of politics, and in many ways setting the stage for the cataclysmic conflict that was to come. To grasp the influence of nationalism on politics, we must first decipher what nationalism entails. Often embodied as the pride of belonging to a particular nation, it kindles a potent sense of unity and shared identity among people, often diverting towards an unforgiving estrangement of the other. This reality rose to prominence in the late nineteenth and early twentieth century, engraving deep imprints on the European political landscape. Germany's unification and subsequent rise as a formidable power can offer a compelling case study of nationalism's role in shaping World War I. Prior to its unification in 1871, Germany consisted of a patchwork of independent states. Guided by the shrewd rote of Chancellor Otto von Bismarck and riding the wave of nationalist sentiment, the disparate German states united to form a single empire. The newly formed powerhouse, with its advanced industries and military strength, was ambitious and looking to make its mark on the international stage, inducing a palpable alarm among established European powers and drawing them into a convoluted mesh of alliances and antagonism. The sphere of Europe was stagnating with competing national interests among diverse powers. The British Empire was intent on maintaining its naval supremacy and colonial assets. France, still nursing wounds from its defeat in the Franco-Prussian War, was eager to regain its lost territory of Alsace-Lorraine. Russia, with its pan-Slavic ideology, fervently sought to protect the fledgling Slavic nations under Austro-Hungarian dominion. These incompatible interests, sewn together by the threat of nationalism, were a brewing cauldron of confrontation and conflict. In an even more precarious state was the Balkan region of southeastern Europe. A vibrant mosaic of divergent ethnic groups and nationalities, the region was aptly termed as the aptly termed as the powder keg of Europe. Ethnic and nationalist tensions, primarily between the Serbs and Austro-Hungarian Empire, were escalating to dangerous peaks. Emboldened by the nationalist doctrine of self-determination, the Serbs yearned to unify all Serb-inhabited territories, including those under foreign rule. This aspiration directly clashed with Austria-Hungary's imperialistic intentions, harboring the seeds of an imminent explosion. The upsurge of nationalism and the subsequent discord among the European powers thus played a central role in the outbreak of World War I. The closely intertwined narratives of nationalism and competition laid the groundwork for a war of such magnitude and devastation that it rightly came to be known as the Great War. The next segment of our discussion will further explore colonial rivalries and imperial ambitions that intensified these undercurrents, nudging the world closer to a war of unprecedented scale. Part 3. Imperial Ambitions and Rivalries The imperial ambitions and rivalries that were rife among the pantheon of European powers in the early twentieth century undeniably contributed to the outbreak of World War I. The essence of imperialism centered around the expansion of territorial control fostered an environment of competition and envy that only fueled the flames of war. A particularly poignant example of these rivalries was the so-called scramble for Africa. This mad dash for control over vast tracts of the African continent became a key battleground for European nations, with Britain, France, and Germany at the forefront. Countries competed for supremacy over the resource-rich continent, 
and in the process demonstrated their imperial might. The Berlin Conference in 1884, in its attempt to regulate the colonization and trade in Africa, ratified this competition, setting a dangerous precedent for future territorial feuds. While territorial rivalry played its role, the burgeoning naval and arms race among major powers was another critical facet of imperial ambitions that precipitated the war. Britain, heralded as the mistress of the seas, was met with fierce competition from Germany's rapidly expanding navy. Worried about Germany's challenging naval might, Britain initiated a frenzied shipbuilding race that led to a dramatic escalation in militarization on both sides. Concurrently, the development of new weapons on a monumental scale, driven by industrial advancement, created an atmosphere of mutual distrust and imminent hostility. On the economic front, the free market competition so intrinsic to emergent capitalism intensified rivalry among these imperial powers. In an era witnessing the rapid growth of industrial production and global trade, maintaining a favorable economic balance was paramount. Consequently, trade disputes became a common occurrence with nations imposing high tariffs on each other's commodities and vying for predominance over new markets. Such economic rivalries, underpinned by the pursuit of wealth and power, acted as a powder keg, ready to ignite at the slightest provocation. The complex web of imperialism, punctuated by territorial claims, naval superiority, and economic supremacy, led to a tense and increasingly volatile international scenario. Imperial ambitions and rivalries resulted in deep-seated grudges among nations, stoking the fires of resentment and national pride. It should also be remembered that these ambitions were not in a vacuum. They dovetailed with other pressing issues of the time, such as rising nationalistic fervor, that precipitated the slide towards World War I. Overall, the imperial ambitions and rivalries of the near-transcendent European powers in the early twentieth century were integral to the complex origins of World War I. As we transition to the next section in this discussion, remember how these rivalries placed nations on a collision course, creating a fraught and uneasy balance of power that could, and eventually did, burst into conflict with disastrous consequences. While not the sole cause of the war, they were a crucial piece of the puzzle. The dynamics they set in motion shaped the pathway to the first global war, a war that redefined the world as we know it. Part 4 the alliances and intentes. In delving into the brewing factors behind World War I, we find ourselves amidst an intricate web of alliances and treaties. Behind the formidable militarization and intense nationalistic sentiments lay the machinations of two major alliances, the dual alliance and the triple intent. Originating as a means to maintain the balance of power in Europe, these defensive alliances served as a deterrent to threats from opposing nations. The dual alliance, signed in 1879, formed a mutual defense pact between Germany and Austria-Hungary, while Italy joined later, transforming it into the Triple Alliance. The Triple Intente, on the other hand, was a counterweight put together by France, Russia, and Great Britain, wary of the expansionist tendencies of their central power's counterparts. The function of these alliances, ostensibly, was to preserve peace through the logic of balance of power and collective security. Nevertheless, the reality proved far from its intended purpose. These alliances further deepened the divides among the European powers. The magnified sense of security and power due to the alliances incentivized and accelerated the armament race, bolstering the militaristic fervor that pervaded across these nations. Undoubtedly, there was no explicit clause among the nations to wage a world war. 
However, what they did contain were obligations to mobilize in the event of an attack on any member state. And this is where the chain reaction of mobilization following the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand triggered cascading events that led to World War I. Austria-Hungary, assured of Germany's support post the assassination, declared war on Serbia. Serbia, backed by Russia, mobilized its force. The involvement of Russia initiated France's mobilization. The ally against the Austro-German Central Powers Germany saw this Franco-Russian mobilization as a threat, leading them to declare war on Russia and later on France. This set off Germany's Schlieffen plan, which involved a massive troop movement through Belgium, a neutral country. This violation pulled Great Britain, under the triple intents, into the fray. This extraordinarily swift and involuntary process, driven by the intricate system of alliances, led to a regional conflict escalating into a world war. Rather than fostering peace, these alliances acted as kindling, rapidly spreading the flame of war across the continent and eventually around the globe. Ultimately, the system of alliances and intentas originally formed to deter aggression and maintain harmony inadvertently set the stage for one of the most extensive and devastating wars in human history. Both directly and indirectly, the overarching system of alliances catalyzed the conditions for a military confrontation on a scale previously unseen, leading to the horrors of World War I and simultaneously shaping the trajectory of the twentieth century. Part V. The Assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand. June 28, 1914, is a date forever inscribed in the annals of history as it marked the turning point sending Europe spiraling into the abyss of World War I. In Sarajevo, the capital of Bosnia and Herzegovina, a recently annexed province harboring strains of nationalism and anti-Habsburg sentiment, the fatal shots claiming the lives of Austrian Archduke Franz Ferdinand and his wife, Countess Sophie, pierced more than individual hearts. They pierced nations and set continents on a collision course. Gavrilo Princip, the mere nineteen-year-old Bosnian Serb whose bullets sowed chaos, was a member of the secret society Black Hand. The group's ultimate aim, the unification of the South Slav people under one banner, an ideology at odds with Austrian sovereignty over the area. Although Archduke Franz Ferdinand was not an extraordinarily popular figure, and his death did not promise to be overly mourned, the location and manner of his demise poured oil onto the smoldering embers of the era's geopolitical tensions. His assassination in Bosnia, a region fraught with Slavic nationalism, constituted a significant affront to the Austro-Hungarian Empire. The gravity of the situation was not lost on the majesties and diplomacies of the world. Ferdinand's assassination did not spark World War I alone, but it served as the trigger event, propelling an already volatile environment into outright conflict. Much like the threads of a complex tapestry, Europe's intricate network of alliances and rivalries ensured frayed nerves over one incident would affect the whole fabric. The assassination grew into a tug of war pitting Austria-Hungary and its allies against Serbia and its network of support, most prominently Russia. Austria-Hungary, determined to suppress the Balkan uprising, issued an ultimatum to Serbia with exceptionally harsh terms, arguably designed for rejection. The fallout from the assassination and the subsequent ripple effects signaled beginning of hostilities. Russia, feeling an affinity to the Slavic people of Serbia, mobilized its forces. This set a cascade of reactions into motion as each country, tied by chains of alliances and responsibilities, declared war in response to another. 
Germany, allied to Austria-Hungary, declared war on Russia and its ally, France. When Germany invaded neutral Belgium to outflank the French army, it elicited the entry of Britain into the conflict. Hence the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand, a spark in an already inflammable milieu, lit the unmistakable flame of a war that would engulf the world. This tragic and pivotal event precipitated the systematic unraveling of diplomatic ties and triggered the march toward the calamity that was World War I. As we delve even deeper into the cascading events following this fateful Sarajevo morning, we come to see how when a continent, enmeshed in complex alliances, and fraught with hostility and suspicion, caught fire, the rest of the world couldn't help but burn as well. Part 6. The War Begins. Confrontation on Multiple Fronts. The dawn of World War I manifested on various fronts, the most prominent being the Eastern and Western fronts, each with their unique dynamics and players. The Eastern Front, primarily shaped by Germany and Austria-Hungary against Russia, bore witness to shifting alliances and bloody battles. Germany, under Kaiser Wilhelm II's rule, was driven by the ambition of achieving wealth politics, a global dominance that required crippling a formidable opponent, Russia. Austria-Hungary, coerced by Germany, joined the fight against Russia, spurred on by the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand by a Serbian nationalist which was supported by Russia. The complexities of Russia's internal struggles, rooted in economic inadequacy, political unrest, and inadequate leadership, interlaced with the external threats, made the Eastern Front a challenging battle terrain. The powerful German offensive, coupled with these contributing factors, ultimately led to Russia's withdrawal from the war after the October Revolution in 1917. This transition significantly altered the dynamics of the war. Parallelly, the Western Front saw exhausting war attrition between Germany and the Franco-British allies. Post-Belgium's invasion, Britain's entry altered the scenario from a Franco-German war to a broader conflict. Britain and France were unanimous in their cause. Thwart German ascendancy, which threatened to destabilize European balance, warfare on the Western Front was marked by stalemates, fortified trench lines, and an appalling loss of life. The infamous trench warfare emerged, symbolizing the horrific ground reality of the Great War. Troops fought in appalling conditions, plagued by mud, vermin, illnesses, and the constant threat of artillery fire. The Battle of the Somme and the Battle of Verdun, amongst others, were grim reminders of the colossal human cost of modern warfare, resulting in hundreds of thousands of casualties for minor territorial gains. The strategies adopted during World War I were rooted in the doctrines of the pre-industrial age, contradictory to the reality of industrial warfare. Military leaders failed to foresee the devastating consequences of employing outdated tactics such as mass frontal assaults in the face of modern weaponry, leading to unimaginable destruction. As the war progressed, defensive strategies improved, creating a stalemate situation, while field commanders grappled with devising effective offensive strategies. The lack of an immediate decisive result fostered an overarching climate of animosity, driving the tragic continuity of the war. World War I thus merged old-world ideologies with the brute power of industrialization. The confrontation on multiple fronts, the ambitious seeking of dominance, faulty strategies, and trench warfare painted a harrowing picture, forever staining the pages of human history. The grounds of Europe, tarnished by blood, served as a grim reminder of the colossal cost of war and marked a profound shift in how future warfare was perceived and conducted. Part 7 
Major Battles and Events The Battle of the Marne, which took place in early September 1914, marked the end of the German sweep into France and the commencement of trench warfare on the Western Front. The German Schlieffen plan, which aimed for a swift knockout of France, faltered when met with the robust defences of the French and the British Expeditionary Force, exacerbating the deleterious effects of their right flank's exposure. The retreating Germans were forced to dig in, marking the start of a stalemate that would hold for four grueling years. Of strategic importance to the Allied forces was the ill-fated Battle of Gallipoli. In late April 1915, British, Australian, New Zealand and French forces sought to remove the Ottoman Empire, an ally of the Central Powers, from the war by seizing the narrow straits of the Dardanelles. This gamble would afford them a direct link to their Russian allies. However, the eight-month campaign proved disastrous, characterized by poor leadership, logistical problems, and heroic defense by the Turks. The failed operation witnessed harsh casualties on both sides, and victory would elude the Allies. The Battle of Verdun, from February to December 1916, exemplified the horrific human cost of the war. The German high command aimed to bleed France white, and despite the horrific losses they inflicted, the French army also wrought heavy casualties on the German forces. The phrase, Ils ne passeront pas, they shall not pass, became a symbol of French resolve and defiance during this bitter struggle over a few miles of shell-scarred earth, the longest single battle of the war. The Battle of the Somme in July 1916 witnessed the largest number of troops Britain had ever placed in the field. With the French army staggering under pressure at Verdun, the Allies aimed to break through the German lines and shift the deadlock of the Western Front. However, the catastrophic first day, when the British suffered 57,470 casualties, set the tone for a grim and bloody struggle. The vast losses yielded only marginal gains and failed to break the German army, though it gravely depleted their reserves and marked a turning point in the morale of many within their ranks. Each of these battles symbolized key aspects of the First World War. The failure of Blitzkrieg strategy at the Marne, the doomed offensives against well-entrenched positions at Gallipoli and the Somme and the Somme, and the attritional warfare seen at Verdun. They were testament to the unprecedented levels of destruction that new industrial methods of warfare could unleash and were cautionary tales of how rigid adherence to flawed strategies could yield chillingly high casualties. These iconic battles, arenas of unprecedented slaughter and destruction, became synonymous with the suffering and futility of war on an industrial scale, epitomizing the senseless carnage that marked World War I. Part 8 the role of technology and innovation. With the dawn of the twentieth century, World War I marked a pivotal transformation in warfare, promulgating the profundity of technology and innovation on the battlefield. Squalid, horrific trenches may dominate the imagery of why. However, it was the advancements in weaponry and mechanics that eventually decided the course and consequence of the war at large. Impactful in the Great War, tanks emerged as an efficient deterrent to entrenched warfare. The British Army was the pioneer, introducing the Mark I model in 1916 to cross trenches, resist small arms fire and traverse formidable terrains, providing a psychological edge that was indispensable in such relentless condition. While their initial success was measured due to mechanical unreliability and strategic underutilization, 
The application of combined arms in the form of tank infantry assaults broke the stalemate on the Western Front during the pivotal battles of 1918. Among the innovative arsenals, the machine gun was not entirely novel, but had evolved into a robust weapon by the onset of the war. Guns such as the Maxim and Vickers in British use or the German Maschinengewehr provided suppressive fire, fortifying defensive positions and escalating the human toll exponentially. From engaging enemy infantry at range to being mounted on aircraft, machine guns were a ubiquitous presence on the YY battlefield. Another deadly novelty was poison gas, first deployed in 1915 by Germany. Chlorine, phosgene, and the lethal mustard gas characterized the new level of terror, mutilating combatants and breaching the stipulations of the Hague Convention. The development of gas masks somewhat reduced this weapon's effectiveness, demonstrating an essential example of innovation-counter-innovation in wartime. Concurrent to these developments, the war triggered swift progression in communication and transport technologies. Wireless telegraphy served the purpose of long-range communications, supplanting the traditional methods such as carrier pigeons or runners. On the transportation side, railroads and motorized vehicles were crucial for maintaining the logistical challenge of supplying extensive front lines. The wartime innovations prompted shifts in military strategic thought. Instead of mass wave attacks, the principle of concentrations grew in popularity, as generals favored the delivery of firepower over exposing infantry. The German stormtrooper tactics of infiltration and the British creeping barrage artillery tactic underscore such shifts. In entirety, the role of technology and innovation in WE was multifaceted and profound. It altered strategies, dictated combat scenarios, and pushed human endurance to their dire limits. The effects of these developments, both destructive and progressive, were seen far beyond the confines of the trenches, changing warfare irrevocably, elements of which continue to be felt in the conduct of warfare today. Part 9. The Home Front World War I was not just a conflict of soldiers on far-flung battlefields. It also brought the war to the domestic realm, to what we refer to as the Home Front. The home front relates to the impact of the war on civilian populations. The economic adjustments and sacrifices that were made and the role of propaganda and information control. The war led to widespread carnage with civilian populations severely impacted across the globe, which was unprecedented in previous conflicts. Entire villages were evacuated in areas of active combats. Civilians were caught in bombings and many became victims of contagious diseases from indirect consequences of the war. The war also displaced millions, with many becoming refugees in their own or foreign lands. But the war did not just inflict physical harm. It encroached on civilian life in more insidious ways, too. For instance, nations had to repurpose their economies for the war effort. Before the war, economies were mainly concerned with domestic issues and international trade, but now they were rallied around the singular goal of sustaining the war. This required substantial economic adjustments and sacrifices. From rationing of food, clothing, and fuel, to women stepping into roles traditionally held by men, many of these changes have enduring legacy in shaping societal norms. Further, governments took on extensive debt, inflation skyrocketed, and the shift to war industry triggered labor unrest and strained living conditions for many. The war got the state involved in the economy as never before, and in many ways marked the inception of modern economies instigating war economies instigating war economies, state intervention, and mass mobilization of resources. As governments became more enmeshed in everyday life, 
they also became more invested in controlling citizens' attitudes toward the war. Propaganda became a critical tool in maintaining the morale of both civilians and soldiers while encouraging enlistment, rationing, and investment in war bonds. Nowhere was this more pervasive than in the use of posters, films, and speeches, leveraging emerging mass communication technologies and industrial print media. Silencing dissenting voices and suppressing uncomfortable realities, governments controlled and manipulated information to mold public opinion. It created an enemy image, often dehumanizing the foe, and crafted a narrative of nationalistic fervor and moral duty. Often tragic realities of the war, the loss and suffering were cloaked under the rhetoric of patriotic sacrifice. The home front introduces a pivotal shift in how wars were conducted. World War I was total, involving not just soldiers, but every man, woman, and child in warring nations. This scale of mobilization permeated into societies, economies, and national psyches, influencing subsequent conflicts and shaping modern world's response to crisis situations. World War I thus remains a critical reference point as we navigate our way in the tumultuous sea of history. Through this closer examination of the home front, we get a richer understanding of how World War I was a catalyst for lasting changes touching every facet of human life. In the next section, we will look at how the U.S. entered the war and tipped the balance in favor of Allied powers. Part 10. War in the Sea and Air During the tumult of World War I, a new theater of battles emerged, one that would fundamentally shift the balance of power and the mechanics of warfare. The realm of sea and air. In this section, we explore the importance of naval power in we. The dawn of air wars marked by the emergence of aircrafts in combat and the vital impact of blockades on commerce and civilian lives. The significance of naval power in Y cannot be overstated. Geographically, the sea was the broadest battlefield, with oceans presenting a sprawling panoramic theater of war. For instance, the British Royal Navy, the finest exemplar of naval prowess at the time, functioned not only as a fighting force but also as an effective defense mechanism. Its imposing presence in the Atlantic ensured that Germany was effectively boxed into mainland Europe, handicapped in its access to resources from overseas colonies and allies. Likewise, the German and Austro-Hungarian fleets sought to challenge the British dominance, with Germany using its advanced U-boat, submarine. Fleet to enforce a deadly submarine blockade against Allied countries. This relentless U-boat campaign almost brought the British economy to its knees, and it was a significant factor in drawing the United States, initially neutral, into the war. The birth of air warfare truly began in the crucible of World War I. The aircraft was no longer just a curious invention. It evolved into a potent weapon of destruction and reconnaissance. Initially, aircrafts were used merely for reconnaissance missions, providing valuable insights about enemy positions and movements. But as the war progressed, the potential of aerial combat was recognized, which led to the evolution of aircrafts equipped with machine guns and torpedoes, paving the way for the dawn of deadly dogfights in the skies. The third major facet of our discussion is the impact of blockades, a potent wartime strategy that had profound effects on the war and those embroiled in it. While blockades are primarily aimed at crippling enemy forces by cutting off their supplies, they inevitably spill over into civilian lives. The British naval blockade had devastating effects on the Central Powers, culminating in the infamous Turnip Winter in Germany, 
where the staple diet had to be switched to turnips due to severe food shortage. On the other hand, Germany's unrestricted submarine warfare led to a significant loss of civilian lives and neutral ships. Their sinking of the Lusitania, a passenger liner hosting civilians, triggered an international outcry and was a contributing factor in swaying OS public and political opinions against Germany. By exploring the extraordinary impact of warfare in the sea and air during World War I, we gain invaluable insights into how technological innovation and strategic thinking fundamentally transformed the nature of warfare. Part 11. The Consequences. Loss and Devastation. In unpacking the consequences, loss and devastation, it is impossible to ignore the unparalleled human cost that World War I imposed on global society. Statistics, while monstrous in their magnitude, do not sufficiently grasp the entirety of this loss. Over ten million soldiers lost their lives, while twenty million sustained injuries, many of these being life-deteriorating. For civilians, the loss was heartbreaking. Unprecedented in its brutality and extent, the war birthed a new, grim definition of modernity for ordinary citizens who suffered from famine, dislocation, and physical harm. Hence the societal fabric of the involved nations was abruptly, and in many cases irreversibly, altered. Economically, the warring nations too paid a steep price. Resources that could have enhanced societal well-being were redirected to fuel combat activities. Industrial production and capital formation suffered significantly in many of Europe's cities. Sites of vital economic and cultural activity were transformed into battlefields and rubble. Transportation networks, integral for economic coordination, were severely damaged, crumpling the economic vitality. The environmental damage, too, was profound as the intensity of warfare cast long shadows over the European landscape, leading to the devastation of forests, fields, and wildlife. Yet even more pervasive was the psychological impact borne by the individuals. Many, in the face of senseless destruction and death, experienced a profound disillusionment that shattered old beliefs and assumptions. The optimism of the nineteenth century gave way to cynicism and alienation and a lost generation of artists and writers expressed in their works their disillusionment with the war, and the hollow societal values that they believed had led to the conflict the survivors had to grapple with the physical and emotional scars, leading to a rise in psychological disorders such as post-traumatic stress disorder. The war also triggered a radical questioning of authority, faith, and society, prompting a climate ripe for considerable ideological and political change. Significantly, World War I, in its stark showcasing of humanity's destructive capacity, engendered a deep sense of skepticism about human progress and civilization. After the war, the world was a changed place, filled with disillusionment and loss on an unprecedented scale. Understanding these dimensions of loss and devastation is essential in comprehending the breadth of World War I's impact. It was not just a military conflict, but a cataclysmic event that reached into every aspect of life, altering the face of the twentieth century and beyond. Part Twelve: Treaty of Versailles and the Post-War Order Greeted by the dawn of June 28, 1919, the Hall of Mirrors at the Palace of Versailles was a spectacle of power and poignancy. As delegates from around the globe gathered to sign a treaty that would draw the curtain on the agonizing tragedy of World War I, the Treaty of Versailles, draped in controversy, was the testament of the post-war order, intended to impose an everlasting peace but inadvertently sowing the seeds of another conflict. 
It was here that the map of Europe was redrawn, establishing a new world order with profound political changes presiding over the global stage. Multiple empires that had held sway over vast territories, the German, Austro-Hungarian, Russian, and Ottoman, breathed their last. As a result, several new nation-states burgeoned on the ruins such as Czechoslovakia and Yugoslavia. The map of the Middle East was also overhauled. Germany lost all her colonies, and her territory was truncated to render her indefensible in future conflicts. The economic consequences of the treaty were tremendously egregious, particularly for Germany. Embedded in the treaty were the demands for reparations expected to recompense for the horrific scale of damage and loss evoked by the war. The sum total demanded of Germany would become a crippling drain on her resources, claiming vast portions of her national income. Within years this would plummet the nation into an abyss of hyperinflation and grave economic turmoil exacerbated by the subsequent global depression. Yet the most controversial terms of the Treaty of Versailles were perhaps the war-guilt clauses which held Germany solely responsible for the advent and devastation of the war. This stipulation was a bitter pill for the Germans to swallow, fanning the flames of national resentment that would later be kindled by a rising dictator. It was a term that many German citizens felt unjustly blamed them for a complex war of which they were but one component. Moreover, the treaty failed to substantiate the principle of national self-determination proposed by U.S. President Woodrow Wilson, opening a Pandora's box of ethnic discord and territorial dispute. The German-speaking populations of Austria were denied union with Germany. Belgium received territories with a German-speaking majority, and Italians remained under Austrian rule in South Tyrol, stoking discontent that would return to haunt the world. In scrutinizing the Treaty of Versailles, one can't evade the controversial nature of its terms or the resultant political mutations and severe economic consequences it wrought. Among its substantial failings was its inability to build a stable and just international order due to the conflicting aims of the Allies and the want for retaliation on their part. In the years to come it would be perceived not as a conduit for sustainable peace, but as the gestation ground for another devastating conflict, World War II, Part Thirteen, Long-Term Effects and the Path to Another War. For our next segment, we investigate the long-term effects of World War I, understanding not just the immediate aftermath, but the ripple effects that extended into the decades that followed. Central to this discussion is the idea that World War I played a major role in sowing the seeds of another global conflict, World War II. Perhaps one of the most critical influences exerted by the war was the destabilization of many countries, most notably in Europe, where the political, economic, and social fabric of various nations had been seriously strained or disrupted. Amid these crises, many people found themselves drawn to radical ideologies that appeared to offer solutions to their predicaments. As a result, two particular schools of thought that gained popularity in this period were communism and fascism, setting the stage for both Soviet Russia and Nazi Germany. In Russia, the strains of the war and the dissatisfaction with the Tsarist regime provided an opportunity for Lenin and the Bolsheviks to seize power in 1917, thus establishing the world's first communist state. In Germany, meanwhile, discontent emerging from the humiliating terms of the Treaty of Versailles, intermingled with economic disaster marked by hyperinflation, provided fertile ground for the rise of Adolf Hitler and Nazism. We must also remember the dangerous precedent set by the Treaty of Versailles regarding punitive peace terms. Imposed largely by the victors, namely Britain and France, 
These terms left Germany economically crippled and socially humiliated, which fostered bitterness, resentment, and a desire for revenge among many Germans. This destructive sentiment was utilized by Adolf Hitler as a platform to rally the German public behind him, emphasizing the need for national rejuvenation, and the reassertion of Germany's power on the global stage, thus laying the path for World War II. Understanding these long-term effects of World War I helps illuminate essential lessons from history. First, it emphasizes the dangers of destabilizing nations to the point of creating power vacuums, which can be exploited by extremist ideologies. Furthermore, it showcases the results of peace settlements that aim for punishment rather than reconstruction and reconciliation, often sowing the seeds of future conflicts. Finally, a reflection on World War I signifies the importance of diplomacy and peaceful negotiations. Prior to the outbreak of the war, the failure of negotiations, driven by nationalistic ambitions and the burgeoning arms race, ultimately led to conflict. These actions symbolize a significant lesson that interstate competitions and rivalries, if unchecked, can lead to catastrophes. Significantly, World War I offers an opportunity to reflect on the decisions made the paths taken, and the immense human cost of global conflict. An understanding of these factors can provide valuable insights for global leaders who hold the power to shape peace or drive conflict in our world. Part 14. Conclusion We, in a historical perspective, looking at Y.E. in a historical perspective, it is undeniably one of the most transformative and disastrous events of the twentieth century. Its impact went beyond the staggering human cost marked in millions of deaths and injuries. It drastically shifted global paradigms of politics, warfare, culture, and society. An era-defining event that left lasting imprints on the fabric of human history. The importance of we is continually reflected in modern warfare. The methodologies of combat, the introduction and evolution of technology, and even the ethical boundaries tested during we shape the way conflicts are fought today. Innovations from tanks and gas warfare to advancements in communication and transport had trial runs on the we battlefields before they became commonplace in modern militaries. The strategic mistakes made and the brutal lessons learned have significantly influenced military doctrines and thought as a precaution against repeating these catastrophic blunders. Furthermore, the war redefined global politics and international relations. The Versailles Treaty and the redrawing of boundaries planted the seeds of political changes that drastically altered the world map, leading to a ripple of geopolitical tensions that surfaced throughout the twentieth century and even today. Surrendering powers lost their colonial properties while victors expanded their global influence, igniting new sets of conflicts and power struggles. The war also propelled sweeping societal and cultural changes. On a societal level, the tremendous human cost and physical devastation led to a profound sense of disillusionment which found expression in the lost generation literature, the disillusioned survivors of a broken world. The emergence of women in the workforce during the war marked a pivotal shift in gender roles that sparked the flame for gender equality in succeeding decades. Reviewing the major points discussed in this podcasted journey into World War I, it becomes clear that the conflict wasn't just a war among nations, but a colossal event that restructured the world. Rising nationalism established the initial bedrock of tension aggravated by imperial ambitions and various alliances and intentes that ensured a domino effect of conflict. The spark was ignited by the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand, 
and the world was thrown into a grueling warfare that crossed the boundaries of land, sea and air, forever changing the landscape of combat. The war presented an impactful interaction between the home front and the battle front, and the U.S. entry into the war marked a noticeable tipping point of the conflict. The concluding year of the war, 1918, saw desperate attempts, crippling losses, and ultimately the armistice that signaled the end of the bloodshed. However, the cessation of conflict did not mean peace. The cost of the war, human lives lost, economic turmoil, environmental damage, and psychological trauma marked a cataclysmic aftermath. Consequences ranged far beyond battlefields and political chambers, from the controversial Versailles Treaty that redrew world orders to the rise of totalitarian regimes, which eventually led humanity into another devastating world war. World War I stands as an incredibly complex mosaic of causes and consequences, but ultimately it must be seen as more than just a historical event. It is a perpetual reminder of the potentially cataclysmic cost of unchecked international conflict, a lesson from our past that continues to hold considerable relevance in our present and surely our future. This concludes our podcast titled World War I, Causes and Consequences. We hope to see you again on our next installment of Professor Lan A. I. Explores Humanity. Thank you.